This is the Real Pussy Podcast. We're gonna talk about some movies today. And while we're at it, bring some more drinks my way. Come on, join your host, Devin and Ashley. Things about to get real boozy. podcast i'm devin and i'm ashley and this week we are talking about some of the greatest films ever made kill bill volumes one and two Mm -hmm. so ashley you had some homework after the last episode Mm -hmm. you were supposed to watch both movies yes so did you watch both movies absolutely not that movie was trash i watched a entire hour of the first one and turn that shit off and didn't watch the rest. I am in disbelief right now. That was now. terrible. So you didn't make it to the fight at the end? No. Not, a, not at all. That fight at the end is some of the best cinema ever. Really? Because the fight throughout the whole movie wasn't on. Well, during the movie, there's not really too much fighting until the end what are you talking about well i mean there's the scene with vivica fox but like that's not yeah that's but not then really they do that fight. weird car- like anime fighting oh my that other girl so and good. like ugh. i'll tell you what i got through i got through the scene where it was black and white where she's like getting killed or whatever but not killed you know mm-hmm. then i got through she goes and kills somebody in front of their daughter yes okay which i didn't like Yep. But I get it, you know. And then um, I watched, you know, where she explains what happened to her on her wedding day and why she's going after these people. I watched her talk about one of the assassins she's already killed that we didn't see her kill at that point in time. Mm-hmm. And how that person watched their parents get killed by somebody and how terrible it was. And it was through an anime lens, which was odd for this movie, I felt like. And then I watched her... Almost get raped as she was supposed to be, like, in the hospital, but she had yeah. woken up, you know? Yeah. And uh, they also tried to kill her, but then Bill, I guess, decided not to kill her, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, and I watched her tear off some guy's lip who was trying to have sex with her when he thought she was unconscious. Yes. And then her bash somebody's head into mm-hmm. the door. And then her find his car keys and go into the car. And I did see her go into, like... I got confused on this, so I guess she went to some, like, sushi restaurant or something, or Chinese restaurant, yes. met a guy there, and he was, like, her trainer of some sort, mm-hmm. and I watched her get her sword, and then I turned it off. Okay. That was an hour out of a two-hour movie. Yes. But I tried, and I could not. I was not into it at all. Not a, not at all. Not at one point was I into it. So, everything that you just mentioned is why everyone loves this film. I mean, the animated scene Mm-mm. with Lucy Liu's character, um, I think it's Oren Ishii, is, it's just, it's breathtaking. But they were just so random. Like, it didn't mm-hmm. fit. You have a black and white scene, then you have an anime, and then you have these weird scenes where they're just very quickly fighting each other, like, very fast. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't seem to flow for me. 
Mm-hmm. It didn't like if it was an anime film, it makes sense, you know. If it was mm-hmm. a black, like sometimes you do black and white and color, but like it just felt like they were trying to do too much with the film. I, I just it was too much. And then like they did have interesting shots where like when she was fighting um, the girl with the daughter, um, like they moved the the camera up where you could see them almost like as if they were in a maze. So they had interesting shots, but like I just didn't like them. I just felt like it was kind of boring like her storyline was like terrible to be honest like not like I, it's not that i didn't enjoy the storyline i just felt like it was really sad and depressing and stuff so she could have had an interesting story but it was obviously a revenge uh story and she obviously lost her unborn daughter and her husband and anybody else that was at the wedding mm-hmm. um but i just felt like I didn't like the way it was shot, and I didn't like her character at all from what I saw. I didn't like her. I just wasn't into it. Like, I didn't like one character. I wasn't rooting for her. I just didn't like her. Like, I felt bad for her, but I didn't like her. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know if, like, you gain empathy later for her or not, but, like, like I was empathetic, but I didn't like the character. I don't know if you end up liking the character. You know, most people were like, oh, I, re- I want her mm-hmm. to win, but I was just kind of like, that's really shitty that that happened to her. But I also don't like you. Like, I also didn't like her. Because mm, okay. I felt like she was feeding into the cycle of what they were doing. Mm-hmm. How was she any better than what they did to her? Mm-hmm. I know she was going after them because of what they did. But, like, you're, start, you're, you're basically restarting the cycle for that little girl. Because now she, like the other assassin, has seen her parents be killed. She's probably going to grow up to, you know, have resentment. And then also, um, the acting was terrible. Stop. Stop. Okay, when that little girl watched her mom die, she had absolutely no reaction at all. How would you react? I don't know. Crying, running, freaking out, something, trying to fight her, trying to bite her. I don't know. Something. But she just was like, hmm, okay. Like, as if she, like, didn't care. She was in shock. She just came home from school. Mm-hmm. That's the last thing she expected to see in her kitchen. But she did see all the glass and everything, and her mom beat up. They tried to say it was the dog. It was the dog, yeah. But I don't I feel like even she was questioning that. They also said she was four. There's no way in hell she was four. That actress was like 10, okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it just felt, just didn't feel authentic to me. I just, I don't know. I wasn't really buying into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... I knew you were going to like it because of the way of the film. Like, you were like the film stuff, and you were going to like oh. the different film things. But I just felt like it didn't fit. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, Kill Bill, it's one of those films. First of all, it's meant to be an epic. So if you watch both films back-to-back, volume one and two, it's over four hours long. Did they release it together? Or did they do, like, part one, and then they released part two in the theaters? Um, I believe they were released separately. And I don't know how long it took in between the movies to release. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they were released separately. And I will say Kill Bill Volume 1 is probably my favorite out of the two. Just because the visuals. I mean, I've never seen a movie with visuals like that. Yes, you've got the black and white scenes. You've got the animated scenes. And then when you make it to the end... Yeah. You have that like technicolor scene where she's fighting the assassins and it's just like all you see are like the silhouettes of the actors. Um, 
And then obviously the very end when she fights Oreni Shii, Lucy Liu's character, out in the snow. I mean, you, I've never seen another movie that is visually as beautiful as Kill Bill. Well, and then I thought she already killed that character because she said that she had already, she marked them off the list. She did. So the movie starts out um, with her going to see Vernita Green, the woman with the daughter. So the audience perceives that as the beginning of the film, but that's actually the end of the film. Okay. And then you backtrack Mm-hmm. And see the series of events that leads to. Well, it. I know I saw like the flashbacks of when she was in the hospital and mm-hmm. those things, um, but I don't know. It just wasn't my kind of movie. To be honest, I already knew I wasn't gonna like it. Like I just had a feeling, but I didn't know the storyline a hundred percent. So I was like, okay, I'm not gonna like how it's filmed. I didn't know it was filmed like that, but I knew it had that older look because it's an older movie. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm probably not gonna like how it's filmed, but I'll still watch it. But it just was kind of boring to me. Like there was action scenes. But it just, like, took too long for me. Like, I just, I watched an hour of it, and I was like, this is, like, I just felt like it dragged a lot. I will say, if you don't watch any other part of that movie, you need to watch the end. Okay. Like, the last 20 minutes of that film, it's unreal. And does she end up killing Bill? In volume two, yes. Yeah, I knew she didn't kill him in the first one. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's kind of ironic, considering it's called Kill Bill. And the mm-hmm. first one as well. But. Mm-hmm. Which volume two, when we get there, it's pretty messed up. Well, it's, I mean, do, so do we know if these people targeted her for a reason or she was just like a random killing? Um, I forget why they targeted her. It, it was Bill's call. I mean, Bill made the executive decision to go after her during her wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say... Oh, I think I remember now. So she was getting married and was going to retire from being an assassin. So she was an assassin. Yes. She was a part of, I forget the name of the the gang, if you will, the assassin gang. But Vernita Green, Oreni Shii, um, I think his name was, was it Bud? Well, that makes more sense. So she knew all these people. Right. They all worked together. I, I knew that she knew information about them because she was giving us information, but I didn't know she was a co-worker of them. Yes. So when I saw her go to that guy to get trained, I thought she just was doing revenge. Mm-hmm. Um, so so she was going to retire. So Bill was like, we're going to just kill her because she's retiring. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that makes more sense. Is that, like At that point, I was like, they're targeting a family, like random wedding and she is on revenge, so she's learned about all these people to mm-hmm. be able to kill them. Yeah. So that's what I got from it. But I just, I mean, it, it's not that it's a, probably a bad storyline. I just didn't like the movie. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just, I feel like they're trying to reach too many audiences. Like, you're try, I, I don't like anime. So, mm-hmm. like, for me, that was a complete turn off. But you're trying to reach the anime people, the people who just like general movies, people who like the black and white color. Like, I just felt like there was too many things mm-hmm. happening. In those scenes, and it was, like, a little bit hard for me to follow it. And it was very gory and violent. Like, it was pretty, like... You have no idea. Yeah, there was a... I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it was... Like, it's not, like, saw gory, but, like, the stuff that was happening here were so, like, terrible that it just was, like, kind of gross. Like, it was just, like, icky. So, yeah, I think the end is borderline saw gory. Oh, really? Yeah, because... Yeah, the parts I saw were just, like, looked like ketchup was everywhere. Like, it wasn't Mm -hmm. very realistic yeah when you get to the end she's slicing people's arms off 
she um lucy Liu's character she slices her scalp off at the end like it's it gets pretty gory at the end yeah and i mean i know this was like a classic uma thurman therma thurman what's her name thurman thurman is in it right that's mm-hmm. her I actually knew who she, who she was. Like, I knew her name, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what her face was, but I knew she was popular. I only knew her because her daughter is in Stranger Things. And so I was like, okay, but I didn't recognize her in Kill Bill. Like, I didn't know that was mm-hmm. her until I saw her in the credits. Mm-hmm. Those credits took forever mm-hmm. at the beginning because they basically, like, go to kill her or whatever, and then it's just black screen with the credits. And, I mean, I had to fast forward it. Mm-hmm. Like, it took a long time. <laughs> yeah, no, I... I'm pretty sure they play like a whole song over yeah, the credits. It was. Like, yeah, it yeah. was forever. And like, I don't know. I wanted to watch the whole movie, but an hour in and I still had 50 minutes left. And I was like, this sounds terrible. Like, I cannot. Yeah. So I did not get to volume two. I didn't even finish volume Honestly, I thought that it was volume one and two because it was so long. No, that was I thought volume that one. they were together. I was like, oh, those must be volume one and two together, you mm-hmm. know? So if you didn't watch all the way through... Then you miss the twist at the end. So what's the twist? So, Bill. Mm-hmm. Because um, I think I know it, but I don't remember it. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I've seen... If I didn't see these movies, like, I have been told in detail about these movies. Like, mm-hmm. I know... I, I'm pretty sure I've watched this when I was, like, a child. Which I know sounds weird, but my family let me watch movies like that at a young mm-hmm. age. So, like, I'm pretty sure I watched Kill Bill with my stepmom mm-hmm. at, like, seven. Yeah. So, like, high-level recap, she... Uma Thurman's character. Mm-hmm. She was a member of the assassin gang, whatever they were called. And Bill makes the call to have her killed because she's getting married and wants to retire. Mm-hmm. Well, come to find out, she's pregnant. And that's not a secret in the movie. You can is it gonna tell be she's pregnant. Kid? It ultimately is Bill's kid. And not only is it Bill's kid, but the child survived. Oh. Okay. So the child has been living with Bill all these years. And when she finds that out, she is determined to kill Bill. Hence the name of the movie. Does she kill the child too? No, it's her child. Okay, but if it's raised by Bill, mm-hmm. I don't know. What if you think it's like evil? Well, that's the messed up part. Bill raised the child to love her mother. So... Whenever they finally meet, the kid is like, oh, will you read me a bedtime story and all this other stuff? And it's like, psychologically, Bill has really put Uma Thurman's character through the ringer. I mean, you know, she she was assassinated. She thought her child died. Come to find out the child's alive and has been alive and well all these years. And then come to find out the child knows who she is. And has always wanted to meet her. Meanwhile, Uma Thurman's been thinking she's dead this whole time. I mean, it's just, it's a psychological masterpiece. So, did she sleep with Bill willingly and got pregnant? I'm going to assume yes. I don't think that's ever established in the film, but I'm going to assume yes. Okay. Well, you never know. Boss man, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So, and they definitely brought up a lot of topics like um, pedophiles, <laughs> mm-hmm. rape. So, I wasn't sure. That was gross. Like, I could watch movies with rape in it and it doesn't affect me. But watching her wake up and realize that she's been raped for money all this time, 
That was messed up. Isn't that crazy how visceral that scene is, though? Yeah. Like, you just have such a, a guttural reaction to that. Well, it was shocking, I guess, because she's an assassin. I didn't know that at the time. It was shocking that she really didn't have, like, a, like, I feel like most people would have a reaction to that, finding that out. And, I mean, mm-hmm. she obviously acted in anger, but she, I mean, some people can't compose themselves like that to act like they're dead still, or whatever, mm-hmm. on the ventilator, whatever she was on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so then, then the, if, now knowing that she was an assassin, I wonder why Bill didn't kill her when they had the chance, when the girl was in the um hospital about to kill her because mm-hmm. he made it sound like oh you know what like this is some random girl and she's already survived so much if she wants to come after us let her because you know she's mm-hmm. already she's determined but now knowing she's an assassin like most people probably if you're an assassin i feel like you could survive a lot so now i'm wondering why he even let her live is it just because he had the kids still like i don't, I don't know. know if it was because of the kid i feel like it was like that unspoken mutual respect for each other. So do you think that he loved her? Or yeah. No. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you do. I I do, but it was a very sadistic kind of love, you know. How uh did she kill him? Oh. That's the best part. So in mainly in Kill Bill volume 2, you mm-hmm. see her flashback with um I think her name was L Driver who is another one of the assassins, um, wears the eye patch. That's the one that tried, tried to kill to her. Tried to kill her in yeah. the hospital, yep. I forgot she made a brief appearance in Kill Bill Volume 1. So they were actual pupils of the same teacher. And I think the teacher's name, or the sensei, was Pai Mei. So they were students of his. And he taught them, it was like a five-finger exploding heart technique where you you know you hit certain pressure points on someone's body and it makes their heart explode um after they take like five steps or three steps or something so is that real i don't know be interesting to know be kind of scary it is a little scary (laughs) you know you know but if i'm in a dark alley tap 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 you know like what if somebody just ran up to you and starts like jabbing you and you're like what are you doing i know and then you just I know. Die. I think of my students who just, like, mess around time and they're like, beep, 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 and they don't know. And then, like, they're like, uh, mm-hmm. sorry, Miss Great, I'm going to kill you. Um, But that technique was, like, so dangerous that no one ever taught anyone that technique. Like, Pai Mei, I think he vowed to, like, never teach anyone that technique or something. But he did. But he did. He taught it to her. So, at the end her and bill are having this very like like subdued battle like they're not really hitting each other it's more like a series of blocking like one person will go to swing the other person will block then the other person will go to swing and they'll block um sounds a little boring no it's so good though and then i think it was bill tried to like stab her with a sword but she had the um the sheath for the sword and like countered and the sword went into the sheath mm-hmm. and then she did the five finger thing and he starts coughing up blood and he's like oh i can't believe he taught that to you you know can't believe pai may taught you that and he looks at her and he's like how do i look and she's like ready you know ready to die so he stands up 
he starts taking his steps then he gets to that last step and you see his body wobbling but the camera's like panned out a little bit so it's not really focused on him he's in the background but you see his body wobbling and then he just collapses and it is it's just such the entire epic kill bill volume one and two is just filmed beautifully i don't know i feel like that would be kind of a boring end no not at all he just falls over after all this time Mm -mm. i don't know because if you watch kill bill one and then you watch kill bill two all the way through when you get to that point you don't want like this epic battle because you've seen that now with four other assassins Mm -hmm. so when you get there you just want her to find peace and just kill bill and put an end to this chapter do we ever find out why she became an assassin like what her background like you found out that one girl watched her um you know her family get slaughtered so she started going after them and at age 11 she killed the guy and you know at age 20 she was one of the best assassins in the world do we find out her um childhood or background on why she became an assassin or got into it yeah, so she was working at Wendy's and couldn't oh. pay her bills. No, I'm just... Okay. I, I was like, wow, we have a similar... Yeah, 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 you know, maybe yeah. I should be an assassin. Yeah, there you go. No, um, I don't believe her backstory was ever established. See, I would have wanted that. Mm-hmm. You know? She's giving all the background on everyone else. I'd want some background on her. Mm-hmm. Maybe that would made me like her a little bit more, because that was what made me interested in the other characters. Um. You know, because they did have these horrific experiences. Mm-hmm. And then it would have made killing the girl in front of her daughter a little bit more, you know, therapeutic if she had experienced something similar as well or something, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't like that. What did you think about killing the girl in front of her daughter? I know she's not a good girl, but, like, what do we think about that? I, I go back and forth on this. So, on one hand, I'm like... You did try to kill her at her wedding, you know. You slaughtered all her friends and everybody that was there. Yeah. But on the other hand, I'm like, I don't know if she's still an assassin. I think she's really just trying to be a mom, you know. So, so you think she was, like, retired or something. Yeah. Um, But I think they mention it in the movie. No one really retires, you know. Mm-hmm. You can get called back at any time. So... Is it like a gang where it's like you just can't escape it once you're in? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but See, yeah. I have that responsibility. <laughs> right, I want to be right. able to quit whenever I want. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, I don't want a contract for life. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's why I'm not in any gangs. Yeah. And I'm not an assassin. That's right. Um, But I do think it's kind of messed up to kill the mom in front of her daughter but that's what happened to Uma Thurman's character. Like, she so, was killed while she was pregnant. I mean, they tried to kill her daughter. Exactly. But did they have a choice? So when Bill was like, go kill her, like, what would have happened if they didn't, you know? Then... Would he have killed them and their families? Like, maybe they didn't have a choice. Yeah, I mean, whoever didn't help, probably the remaining members would have gone after because I have to think that they had a friendship with her if they were together for so long and that they probably didn't want to kill her, but they just did because that was what they were told. See, I don't know if anybody was, if they were friends. Oh, they didn't show like a friendship side at all? Yeah, I don't, I didn't get that vibe. Oh. It's more of just 
we're assassins. You know, we're mutual assassins. Do assassins get paid a lot of money? Oh, I'm sure. Or do they just like, you just got to do it for fun, you know, and then we'll take care of you. I mean, you know, not to get flagged by the FBI, but like, think about your worst enemy or someone that you just can't stand. Like, how much would you be willing to pay if someone was like, I can make them disappear? You know what? I saw this TikTok and it was of this girl and she didn't realize that the guy she was talking to was an undercover cop, Mm. but he used to be a hitman. Mm Mm-hmm. And she was going to pay him $10,000 to kill her husband, right? I think I've seen this. She was going to pay him with his life insurance money. So she was like, he was like, oh, when can you pay me? And she's like, well, his life insurance money should come out like quickly. And that's where I'm going to have the money to pay you. They're like, oh, so you're making him use his life insurance money. She's like, yeah. So, and she was like, like, let me look at my schedule. You know, like, it could be this Thursday or next Thursday. Not let me pencil you in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she was like, you know, I can't be home for it. And she's like, can you make it look like a robbery? But my friend's going to move with me, so I don't want her to be scared. So, like, you know. And then she's like, and if possible, can you kick him outside of the house? Because I don't want to be messy. Like, just so not to, like, a normal conversation. And uh, the only, she should have had a red flag, though, because he was like, well, I need a down payment. And she was like, okay, well, $100 working. He's like, oh, yeah, whatever you can pay me. That would not work. Mm-hmm. So she should have known better. But, um, yeah. And then I, read, I watched on the radio. I listened to the radio, and this guy said that he, um... His wife convinced, this was a radio host and they're fine, but he said his wife had convinced him, his ex-wife had convinced him to up his life insurance to like a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you need this much, you know? Like, so he did it. And then a few months later for like Christmas or his birthday, she bought him a skydiving package and he did it and he broke his tailbone. But I'm like, that's, oh, well, that's a little some red flags, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm glad that's all that he broke. I know, I know, but I also want to go skydiving, so now I'm a little nervous. I'll break my tailbone. I plan when well, I lose all my weight, I'm gonna go skydiving because you have to have a years of weight limit, and I'm not playing with no weight limit in the sky. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta follow that weight limit to the T. Well, up that life insurance. First. Yeah, I guess you know, mm-hmm. brother will be eating good, but mm-hmm. yeah, but no, I just thought that was interesting that she was gonna use his life insurance money to pay for his assassination. That's so messed up. I know. It's like you can't just get divorced. Right. Know? Like, you know, call it, break up, move out. Mm-hmm. No, you have to assassinate him to get his life insurance money and then pay the life insurance money to the assassination guy. The like, assassin. how do you, what is your life like to where you think that is the best way out of your current situation? You guess you're poor. <laughs> I don't know. I mean... I, they're doing it for the money, I assume. Like, then I'm like, okay, is this, like, someone you'd break up with and you just, you also want the money? Or are you mm-hmm. like, uh, I love you and all, but, like, I love the money more, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I don't know. And if you have kids, like, how could you watch your kids go through something like that mm-hmm. just for some money? Like. So, I don't know if that's the same one that I saw or not. Mm-hmm. Very similar. I mean, same, same details. But whenever they went to, um, the police, like tricked the wife and brought her to the station or went to her house or something and informed her that her husband had been killed. Oh, okay. And she starts crying and bawling. You know, she's just distraught. And they take her into the station and they're telling her what happened. And she's just beside herself, you know, just, I mean, tears streaming down her face. Mm -hmm. And then they have her husband walk into the room. And she's like, I thought you were dead. And he's like, oh, you'd like that, wouldn't you? 
Well, could you imagine getting oh a call gosh. from the police? Like, I'm sure they called the guy and was like, your wife tried to kill you. Like, they, tried yeah, to like, exactly. I, could you imagine getting that call? Like, you're married for like 12 years and you're like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would die. Like, I would be like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I'd be like, um, is this really the police right. or is this well, a prank call? it makes call? me nervous. Like, yeah. it makes me nervous to get married to anybody because I'm like, you know, they say it's like 50% of the time it's the spouse. <laughs> Right? right like some crazy number is yep. the spouse and then it's like you're hearing people set up hitmen to kill their their significant mm-hmm. others i'm like you really can't trust anybody mm-hmm. like you know like mm. i was watching i'm watching a documentary on netflix right now it's about these teenagers who had a boating accident mm-hmm. but like all these kids start like dying okay like they're all getting murdered so it's about the murders there mm-hmm. but i'm watching the like the first one and it was this guy and he's, like, really rich, and his family's kind of the law. Like, they all are the lawyers. Like, they every generation, they've been lawyers in mm-hmm. that town. So they kind of run the town. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of connections. And this kid, you know, when he's in high school, he just, like, keeps getting in trouble. And his family gets him out of it immediately. Mm-hmm. The girlfriend was like, you know, when I say immediate, I mean one call and it's gone. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, he gets into a boating accident because he's drunk and his friends, like, try to drive the boat, but he they wouldn't let him. Mm-hmm. So he drives and he's, like, a mean drunk. He hits his girlfriend, all this stuff, but he he crashes the boat, and one of the other girls, not his girlfriend, but his buddy's girlfriend, falls out of the boat, right? And, like, they cannot find her. They've tried. They couldn't find her. Nobody could find her for, like, five days. She had died. But his family got the, like, he called, he was like, you called the police? Like, they were upset that he called the, they called the police. Mm-hmm. And so they called the grandpa or whatever, and they showed up to the hospital, and they basically, like, tried to pin it on a different kid that was on the boat. And I don't know. The way they described it, it sounds like the mafia. And it reminds me of, like, the assassins. Mm-hmm. And, like, they had said, like, the guy who did not drive the boat, who they were trying to pin it on, he actually went to his parents and were like, are they going to kill me? Because, like, there was, like, a known, you know, unspoken thing that they made people disappear. Mm-hmm. And the girl who's the, the girl whose daughter was missing... She tried to go down to see where the accident was just to, like, see the ship and stuff. No police would let her go. But then just a few minutes later, the family who owned the boat went down to the dock and they let them through. And then you found out with the police footage that they were actually friends with the police. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there's footage that it's, like, of him admitting or something that has been wiped from the police uh, recordings on their uniform. Mm-hmm. So I don't know the thing that really fits Kill Bill, but... It's just another interesting, like, connections mm-hmm. and life insurance and money. Yeah. So, very interesting. But, yeah, I didn't like Kill Bill. Um, maybe if they did, like, a remake, I'd watch it. But I just, I didn't like, I just didn't like it this time. Yeah. I also feel like it should be shorter. Oh, my gosh. No, give me a six-hour long director's cut. We don't need that. No, no. Yes, no. yes. No. I, I want... Those scenes could be shortened. Like, we don't need all of that. No. I want, like, cast interviews, behind the scenes, all of it. You... I'm sure you can find that somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but to your point of, like, a remake or a reboot, so fans have been wanting to Kill Bill Volume 3 for years. Really? Because I feel like fans get really upset when they do remakes. No. It, not even a remake. They want, like, the original cast. So what... Yeah, like a reunion kind of thing. Well, what they want to see is the daughter... Mm-hmm. Um, a spinoff. ...of Renita Green. So the little girl in the movie who sees her mom get murdered. 
they want to see her go after, after Uma Thurman. That would be a good, interesting movie. Mm-hmm. And kind of, like, set up from the beginning, to be honest. Like, we all know that she's probably going to mm-hmm. turn into that. Because mm-hmm. that seems to be the cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I don't even know how I'd become an assassin. Like, do you just find... I don't understand. Like, how you... You know what? I would be an assassin. I feel like that's a very Craigslist type job. Is it? Or is it like they find you and they're like, oh, we've seen that you've seen your work. Like, can you come with us? You know, like, I don't, ha- I don't even know how it, same with drugs. I don't know how I get drugs. Like, I just don't know how you find connections to these things. Mm-hmm. Hitman. Like, how do you go for a hitman? You can't look up hitman. You probably have your computer, like, taken by the FBI. Yeah, grab the yellow pages. You know, I guess. Yeah, I, I, just, I don't know how people do these things. Like, I'm yeah. not creative enough for that, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, um, how would you feel about a reboot? Um, I don't know if I'd want to reboot. I don't know if I want a new cast in Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. I would love to see a continuation of the original story. What about a story. requel? Absolutely. I'd watch a requel. Oh, and then, like, this is not related, but it's related to reboots and stuff. Did you see they're rebooting Harry Potter? Yeah, and I don't know how I feel about I it. I don't like it. Mm-mm. It's sad because our next generation's not going to know of our cast like Mm -hmm. they're not they're not going to be the harry potter cast and honestly the movies were pretty good i know they're not i didn't read all the books i know they're not the exact same Mm -hmm. but like that wasn't they were good movies absolutely you know and why ruin something spinoff totally cool Mm -hmm. if we could get some of the original cast back and do like harry's kid or draco's kid now did you see tom felton is gonna play the dad though draco's dad Mm -hmm. yeah the guy who plays draco in harry potter Tom Felton will be playing, uh, what's his name, Luce, Lucius or something, mm-hmm. Malfoy. He'll be playing the dad of Draco. I don't like that. Well, I think it's kind of cool. But, yeah, it's a little, it's odd because he's playing, he mm-hmm. played Draco and now he's playing the dad. But, um, I don't know. I, I just wish they would have done, everyone's saying they could have done all these different Harry Potter theme things. Like, mm-hmm. the map or something. I guess, I don't know the history of the map. I don't know if it's like the map makers or something. Mm-hmm. But they're saying like they should have done that. Everyone's going to do that. Uh, what's it called? Maldrayer's map or something? Probably butchered it. But... Maybe. Anyway, so they're talking <laughs> about the map. They're talking about like they could have done like the three sisters. Um, mm-hmm. Like uh, Beatrix and her sisters. Like they could have done anything, you know, except for rebooting. Yeah. And if they had the original cast somehow like playing the original roles and did a spinoff. I would have been excited for that. I don't know if Daniel Radcliffe will come back. Um, Probably not. But even if they didn't do Harry Potter, yeah. even if they did, you know, Tom Felton is obviously on board. Even if they did like the Draco family, like Draco's kids, you mm-hmm. know, you see them when they get older. Let's see the next generation of Hogwarts or prequels, you know, you know, Toby were talking about like Dumbledore, but they already kind of added him in the Fantastic Beasts series. Which those movies were just—they weren't my horrible. favorite. They just weren't. They weren't. It never the same. felt like Harry Potter. It didn't. Like, it felt like a completely different series. Yeah. I don't know if that was like different directors or writers, but mm-hmm. it definitely. I don't know if the books felt like Harry Potter because I didn't read those, but the movies felt like a completely different fantasy world mm-hmm. than Harry Potter. Yep. I think it's because they didn't really talk. Like they didn't really bring in Hogwarts that much, but. I don't know. I, I don't like the reboot. And the people they cast, it's just not what I'm envisioning. I haven't seen the casting for it yet. Yeah, it's... they. I don't think that they look like who's supposed to be in the books. Okay. And I don't think they look like the original cast either. But, like, I'm going to look up the kid who plays Harry right now and show you. But I just... 
I'm not feeling the cast. I don't know these kids, but I'm not feeling it. And I do like having Tom Felton back because I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a TV series. What is cool is they're going to go through all book. Every book will be um, its own season. Mm. So they can be more, like they have seven seasons and have mm-hmm. seven, seven books or whatever. Now that's kind of cool because they can do way more closer to the book. Um, but They can, but I don't know if I have the attention span for that. I, I could definitely do it, but like, I just, I wish they wouldn't have done, I wish they would have done something different because I just think they're going to upset so many people and we like the original Harry. Could you imagine being such a legacy cast and then getting replaced? Like, how does Daniel Radcliffe, uh, Daniel Radcliffe and Rupert Grint feel about, you know, Emma Watson? Like they play, and then like half of the cast is dead. Like, you're replacing these legendary people. Like, mm-hmm. um, Alan, uh, uh, whatever his name is, who plays Snape. Yeah, Rickman. Yes. Yep. Like, how are you going to replace these people, you know? Like, I just felt like they did such a good job. They had so much good chemistry. Now, the guy who is hired for Snape, that's a good casting. Oh, Adam Driver? That that makes sense to me. You, yeah. You're not feeling that? Um, I don't know. I'm hit or miss with Adam Driver. Like, I don't think he's a bad actor by any means, but I just Is haven't seen him. Is he played Yes. Okay. Or uh, 65. Or, yeah, 65. Yeah. That's what I just haven't seen him in a role that really stood out to me to where I'm like, oh, this is amazing. You know, like, it's just all been. Well, like, this eh. is Hermione. Mm, okay. Yeah, don't like her. I'm not liking her for the, the yeah, look. Yeah, not you the know, biggest fan. I was also told, I didn't read the first Harry Potter. I honestly thought it was kind of boring, so mm-hmm. I didn't read that one. I did read the last two, um, because <laughs> I wanted to see if Hermione and Ron got together, and I didn't want to wait for two years for mm-hmm. the movies. But from what I was told, she's African-American in the book. Mm-hmm. So you would have thought that with, I mean, I loved Emma Watson as Hermione. I will never take mm-hmm. that back. But you would think if they were trying to be more conscious about things now in this generation, they would have been a little bit closer to the original cast. And yeah. she doesn't look like Emma Watson either. So I'm like, I just, I'm not feeling her look for yeah. Hermione. She doesn't even have the curly hair. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, I'm sure they'll do something they'll curl with her it hair. Up, yeah. But still, I just, I don't know. Maybe she, they must be good actors because they don't look like what I thought they'd look like. I don't know. I'm just thinking about with this being a TV show, there are seven books, right? Yeah. So seven, seven seasons. Seven seasons. I don't know how many. Let's say there are seven episodes a season. Mm-hmm. That's 49 episodes. If they're an hour long, that's 49 hours of Harry Potter. Yeah, but like look at, but look at like Grey's Anatomy and all these, you know, like people I do I did it. look at Grey's Anatomy for all of probably a season and I was like, oh, okay. No, I'm I liked done. it. That's Harry on this. I believe that's Harry on the side. Hmm. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really not a fan of that I'm one. I'm not feeling, unless that's that's Ron, but I think that's Harry. I'm just not feeling it, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm, I think they're still keeping the cast on the DL a little bit. It's really hard to find images right now. But I saw them on TikTok, and I'm like, mm-mm, just not feeling that. And then J.K. Rowling is going to have a creative. She's going to oh, be in of charge. Course. So. Of course. But was she in charge on the movies, though? Because the movies are pretty different from the book from what I've heard. No, she absolutely was in charge. Oh, she was? Yeah. Didn't she help write the scripts? Well, I don't know, but I'm surprised that it's so different if she was. Because you think with her books being her baby that she'd be a little bit more like, 
no, 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 no. Stick it to the book. Mm-hmm. You know? So I thought maybe she didn't have as much in charge on that. No, I'm pretty sure that she helped, unless she wrote them entirely by herself, but I know she had creative, um, uh, creative... I know, I can't think of what that I word is. I can't think of the word. But, Something. But that input, yeah. creative input on the scripts for Harry Potter and Fantastic Beast. You know what's scary as a writer? Because I write stories, and I've asked this to a lot of writers that I've talked to in a lot of writer workshops. You can sell your book rights, and they could never make it. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes companies will just buy book rights just in case. Mm-hmm. Like, my favorite, one of my favorite series, Maximum Ride by James Patterson, has been bought years ago, and they just never made it. Mm-hmm. And that's such a good series. And someone else could buy it and do it, but they won't let them now. And once you sell your book rights, you can't sell them again. So it's like, it is really scary to think that you could be like, oh my gosh, I'll get my books made into a movie. Like, that's a huge deal. And then they be like, eh, not right now. Mm-hmm. maybe later like some of my favorite books have been bought already for the film and never made them mm-hmm. and like that's scary or it's scary to think that you're gonna finally have your book on the big screen and they're gonna make it completely different that's super scary to me yep especially if you're like like let's say you know i'm an emerging writer let's say i happen to get lucky on one of my books it becomes a phenomenon whatever they buy it and then they completely botch it on the movie mm-hmm. you know or tv show that would be terrible like because if you, because you're not going to have a ton of creative input if you're not a big writer at the time, you know J.K. Rowling. I'm sure if if she didn't have input on the first one, she definitely will for this one because she's such a big name now. Mm-hmm. But like when you start out, sometimes you don't get that, and like that's hard because I I would have a hard time if someone came to me and said I want to buy your book rights, and then me being like mm, no, not unless I have this. Like I'd have a really hard. I'd be like yes, take them. You know yeah. like. But then what if it never gets made? What if they botch your story? Like, that's scary. Mm-hmm. What do you think about J.K. Rowling? I know people, like, don't like her. Um, do you like her or are you like her? <clears throat> I'm not the biggest fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I will say what she did was, it was very tone deaf and insensitive. Can you say what she did? Because all I know is, like, related to trans people but i don't know what she did did she make a comment yeah she made she made comments i I don't know if they were verbal or if she like tweeted it or something Mm -hmm. but um she made comments about the trans community and i'm actually trying to google well the reason i asked is because i brought up because my classroom is harry potter themed and i've brought up harry potter before and so my students are like, we don't like J.K. Rowling. And I knew it was because of the, the transphobic comments, but I didn't know what she really said. That Because like, I, I remember seeing stuff, but I didn't know what she said. Yeah, so, okay, so on here, she retweeted an op-ed piece that discussed people who menstruate. Um, it says that she was apparently taking issue with the fact that the story did not use the word women. So she said, people who menstruate, I'm sure there used to be a word for those people. Someone help me out. Wumbin, Wimpum, Wumud. What? Yeah. That's just a dumb tweet in itself. But again, it was it was one of those tweets that like, it's very tone deaf and yeah. very insensitive. Um, so I mean, people have done much worse, mm-hmm. right? But with her platform, it, it goes back to that whole conversation of... If you are a celebrity, you have to somewhat 
you know, moderate what you say. Like you bear you responsibility because you, you have a platform. You do. And and our new generation's looking up to you and stuff. Like they're gonna exactly. they be like you. Exactly. I mean, you think about how many people were impacted by Harry Potter. Like obviously trans people watched Harry Potter. Yeah. And then you post this, which is seemingly a slight at trans right. people. It it's just not a good look. So I I don't support JK Rowling as an individual, but I still stand by the Harry Potter franchise. I yeah. think it's a phenomenal franchise. I think she's a talented author. Um, I really I think she's one of the best in terms of storytelling. Well, I mean, Harry Potter is, I think, like, probably the biggest book in the world. Like, if you, like, I don't know one person who doesn't know what Harry Potter is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those, I mean, it's considered a classic because it's still kind of new, but. I mean, it will be. It will be a classic. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's, it's like one of those books that, like, again, even some of the older ones, like I could say, do you know Scarlet Letter? And you might get, mm, like, I've heard of it, but like, I don't really know. You know, like, so, but Harry Potter is, like, the one book that I know that any generation knows about. Mm-hmm. Our generation, parents' generation, and all of the younger generations still have watched all Harry Potter movies and maybe read all the books. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just a, she did a really good job at a universal um, story that yeah. everybody can relate to in some way. It's just such a well-flushed-out story. Well, I think that's why people were so upset when the comments happened, because it's supposed to be a story for anybody like mm-hmm. you like that's partially why a lot of fantasy books have that stuff it's because it's kind of the outsiders or the people that feel like they don't have a place to belong they belong mm-hmm. here so you can kind of have that sense of belonging if you don't feel that in your own life and i think that's why people felt betrayed by her um like i know a lot of people won't like buy her books or they'll buy them from somewhere else or something to not give her like credit basically mm-hmm but you do have to respect the fact that she's the one who came up with that storyline. Mm-hmm. I did hear from a professor when I was in college classes, though, that she did seem to steal a lot from previous classic novels. Mm, okay. Um, there's one called, I think it's called Enchanted Castle, and it has a lot of similarities to Harry Potter, but not that storyline, just like the magic. She took a lot of the same exact magic. And we don't know if that's, you know, on purpose or not, because I don't believe in an original idea. I believe mm-hmm. everything that you think of has already been thought before. But at some point, like, you know, at some point you just can't have original ideas. That's why Hollywood's buying books. They're out of out of ideas. Mm-hmm. You know what we should review next is there's a, I think it's a TV show, but it's called like Jury Duty or something. And everybody is in on, like, it's kind of like an improv. Everybody is in on it except for one person. So they do these, like, really ridiculous things as if they're, like, watching the jury. Mm-hmm. And everybody's an actress or an actor except for one person. They're just like, what is going on? So they don't, they're not in on it. Mm-hmm. And some of the stuff, it's, like, really funny that they do. Like, they had one guy representing himself. So he kept running from the mic to the stand. Because mm-hmm. he was, like, asking himself a question. Then he'd run to the stand and answer the question. So that would be a fun one to review. No, I would, I would die. I would be saying, like, like, what is going I'm going to jail today. <laughs> like, there's no way I'm winning this case. I know. But I'm like, you know, that I forget who that guy was when he was representing himself and he was going off. Oh. Just this, like, last yeah, few months. Last, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I don't, I don't here. remember his name though. I don't know. And he like ran through that parade of people, mm-hmm. and he was representing himself. And he didn't know what he was. I don't even know anything about law, but he definitely didn't. Mm-hmm. And he was getting so argumentative with the the judge. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked that kept in the room. People kept saying that she's trying to make sure you can't like plead later or repel repeal. I don't know something. Mm-hmm. So she was trying to like hold her composure, but she kept him in that room, and I was shocked because of how disrespectful he was. Mm-hmm. But he was representing himself too. Yep. Terribly. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. When it comes to Kill Bill, mm-hmm. I think I have an idea, but what are you rating it? I don't even know, to be honest. Like, I'm trying to go what I rate other movies. This is really a movie I didn't enjoy, so probably like a two. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I, I wouldn't put it more it's than sacrilege. a Sacrilege. Okay. I just, I didn't enjoy I turned it off. I've never turned off a movie that we've reviewed. That, okay, that's wild. That's wild that you turned off Kill Bill, but you sat through and enjoyed 65. It was good. Oh, my gosh. I was interested. I liked the visuals. <laughs> but you didn't like the visuals of Kill no, Bill? No, there's too many different oh types. I don't like okay. anime. I don't like black and white. They just, it wasn't my audience. You know, they. I was not their audience for this movie. Mm-hmm. The storyline, if you were to just sit there and tell me the story, I might be like, ooh, that sounds interesting, but when I was watching it, I was like, this is just weird. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the fight scenes. They were just different than fight scenes I usually watch. Like, I remember bits and pieces of that movie with Jennifer Gardner. I think it's Electra or Ultraviolet or something like Electra. that. Electra. Yeah. And I liked that movie. Okay. And it has a similar, like, assassination thing, but it just, like, I liked the fighting better than in Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. I just, I'm not used to that fighting. Yeah. Um, where you're like, just like slashing with swords. Like, I don't know. I just didn't, wasn't into it. So, I mean, three tops, I feel like, you know, two, three. Ooh. Okay. Storyline could have higher than that, but the film, I wasn't, I was too long. I was mm-hmm. bored. I wasn't interested. The storyline was okay, but like, I just, I was at an hour. I was like, I'm ready for this to be over. And it was 50 more minutes. And I said, absolutely not. Nope. All right. So well, that's our show. Like no. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely giving Kill Bill a 9.9. Okay, but did you rewatch it this week? Actually, that's a good point. I'm giving it a 10. I will watch it again. Because I feel like you can't read it accurately that way if you haven't watched it recently. Like, when's the last time you watched it? Uh, It's probably been a month than a half ago or oh, so. Oh, so you watched it recently. Oh my god. I, I thought you were going to say when you were like 12. No, I watch Kill Bill like at least twice a year. At really? Least. Like, yeah. I, I feel like it's one and done, you know? Mm-mm. I don't know. We have different movie tastes sometimes, but mm-hmm. this is just, again, storyline could be really good, but the I just didn't like the movie. I mean, it's Quentin Tarantino, one of the best directors of all time. What else has he directed? Quentin Tarantino? I don't know him by his name. Like, I'd have to know movies. Um, Have you heard of Pulp Fiction? Yeah, I've never watched it. That's another old one. Oh, such a good movie. Is it, though? Yes. Okay, what's that one about? Oh, my gosh. that That's going to have to be a whole episode. I just know the picture of the girl, like, looking mm-hmm. at a magazine or something or sucking a lollipop or something. That's also Uma Thurman. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh. So, Quentin Tarantino, he works with the same... Like cast? Cast in several films. Oh, okay. So, like, you'll see... He's pulling that one guy with Adam Sandler. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam Sandler is yeah, in like yeah. every movie with the same yeah. cast. So you'll see like um, John Travolta in some. You'll see was Samuel. Was he in Kill Bill? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Because I didn't ever see him. He was in uh, Pulp Fiction. Okay. You'll see Samuel Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. Is is Pulp Fiction like a fantasy or is it like a real life kind of vibe? It's it's like a real life kind of vibe. Eh. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. No, don't know that. Um, Django. Never heard of that. You've n- wait, wait, wait. I don't even know what that word means. It'd be one thing if you said you've never seen it, but you've never heard never of heard. it. Never heard. The only one I've heard of so far is Pulp Fiction. Django Unchained? You've never heard of that? I don't even know what that means. Oh my gosh. Uh, the Hateful like Eight? Language. Never heard of it. <sighs> I'm about to have like <laughs> panic a panic attack, attack over here. <laughs> um, Reservoir Dogs? Nope. Don't know what that is. Okay. Um. Oh, what was the... um? Uh, what's it called? From Dusk Till Dawn? You've never... Is that a vampire movie? Yes. I feel like I've seen that one. Yeah, it starts out, and I think it's like a, a pair of bank robbers or something, and they oh. end up in this saloon out in the desert, and then it just abruptly turns into this vampire story when do, everyone do in the bar like, turns into a vampire. Do they like, sacrifice himself at the end and sit out, sit out and like die at the end? Or something. Oh, I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen that. I one. remember, like, I, I don't know if it's that movie. I think it is, but there's, like, a scene where, like, they, like, the vampires, like, die at the end, like, together or something. Or I don't know if it's a love story. I don't know what's I don't going know. on. I don't know if it's that one or not. I might have seen that one. Like, I know that title. Uh, Jackie Brown. Nope. Never heard of that. Um, I'm trying to think of another one. Do you think I'd like his movies or just didn't like Kill Bill? I don't know if you would like Quentin Tarantino films. If I did see the Dust Till Dawn one, I did like that one, but I don't remember if it's the right, it's the same movie or not. Mm. But it had, I think it had George Clooney in it. Yeah, I, 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 when I say I remember like one scene from the film, again, these movies that I have watched, I watched when I was like seven. Like I watched movies very young. So these ones, I haven't seen anything recently. Mm-hmm. But. I don't know. I mean, I'm not really into classic movies, though. Like, I don't like how they're filmed. I don't like how unrealistic they look. I don't, like, I have a hard time. Like, I never even saw the original, like, like Nightmare on Elm Street or anything until, like, two years ago, maybe. Wow. I, because I didn't like it. I watched Friday the 13th, I think, when I was, like, a junior in college. So, I've watched Friday the 13th, the original, and the re- the remake, one of them, anyway. I've watched Nightmare on Elm Street, original and remake. And to be honest, I don't think I've ever seen the original Halloween, just the trilogy that happened. Oh my gosh. Actually, no, I think I saw like number one or something because didn't they change her character or something? His sister was like not his sister anymore or something weird. That was... Okay, so you're thinking of the reboot. Right, I think I watched the original Halloween after the reboot started because I watched the like second one in the reboot and i was really confused mm-hmm. so when the third one came out i decided to watch the first second and third and i think i also watched the original first one and i was confused because i'm like isn't that his sister and then in the movie his reboot wasn't his sister or so, there was something weird mm-hmm. they changed her character like a cousin or something mm-hmm. and i didn't understand why they did that but yeah okay so i definitely know what movies we're watching i don't want to watch October. those movies 
Oh, you have to watch. Oh, I thought the you were talking about like Pulp Fiction and all those ones. I mean, we can throw those in there too. You're talking about the Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did watch the screams. Scream Four was trash, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> <clears throat> let's move to the drinks. Yes. So, this week I revisited um, an oldie but goodie, if you will. Is it the tavern? No. <laughs> It is Me Cozumel. Mm-hmm. I went back to Me Cozumel for a work event, if you will. Hmm. Do you guys always go there for work events? <laughs> we, uh, we don't always go there. Um, are these official work events or are these just like my buddies and I want to go after work? Well, it's just, I wouldn't say it's a, an official work event. We just go. Okay. So I'm thinking it's like, you know, your job is like, we're doing this work event, you know, come... I didn't know it was like, oh, me and my friends from work are hitting the bar. Mm-hmm. That well, makes I mean, more sense. You know, I refer to it as a work event because as a salaried employee, you're never really off the clock. True. You know? And it, don't you get like free drinks all the time from it too? No. Oh, okay. I thought there was like um, an open bar or something when you went. Oh, oh, no. So. Um, that was a real work event. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't even a work event. So I donate to some nonprofits throughout the city and some of the benefits of donating are you get invited to special events and some of these special events have open bars it's not bad for donating it is not wish i had money to donate (laughs) you could donate to me right here Devin. (laughs) (laughs) okay Uh, i'll put the link in the in like a little poll or something in the podcast the description i'll just put Mm -hmm. a link to donate to ashley yeah Give me um, a GoFundMe or something. There we go. Speaking of that, the Tome Bookstore. I know. They're trying to move on us. Yeah. So we should put their link in too. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. <laughs> I we, love the we Tome actually, Bookstore. We actually will put that link in there because yeah. the Tome Bookstore is a phenomenal bookstore. I know. And it makes me sad that they're thinking about leaving that location and moving mm-hmm. somewhere else. It's literally right down the street from oh, yeah. where I live. Like, yeah. It's it's literally like a minute away. If Oh, not. yeah. Like you could easily walk there. Yeah. And I was even thinking about moving out here just for the bookstore. Mm-hmm. Can't do that now. Mm-hmm. Like, and that bookstore is only like 10, 15 minutes away from me, too. Like, it's not far from me. Yeah. But, yeah, they're thinking about moving because they're just not getting enough traffic here. And I love the little shop. Mm-hmm. It makes me so sad. If they go to, like, the west side. I know. I'll never go down there, you know? Mm. Yep. Yeah, so we will. We'll put that link in the description for everyone. Um, so what drink did you try? So, the drink that I had was another oldie but goodie, Tequila. the classic Blue Patron Frozen Margarita. Okay. Um, and the mango flavored frozen mango, margarita. Mango, I like mango margaritas, frozen ones. Those are good. Well, they were both phenomenal, and in true me Cozumel fashion, they upped their game. So last time they brought out this margarita tower, it had, you know, sparklers, the whole nine. This time, it not only had sparklers, but the glasses came out with dry ice. So they were all Love smoking. Some dry ice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all the glasses were smoking. Sparklers are going. I mean. You have to bring me over the summer there. When I oh, money. yeah. Absolutely. We got to go celebrate or something. And you know what? They probably heard our podcast and was like, oh. You know, we're getting some traction in from real boozy. We need to up it up, you mm-hmm. know, 
Get a little upper. Yeah, start putting that dry ice in all the glasses. For real. I love dry ice. It just makes the whole vibe different. Oh, yeah. Like, who knew some smoke would? That's why some people, I think, order fajitas. Mm. Just for the For the sizzle in the smoke. You know, they just found out. So I worked at Chili's, and I knew this because we did it. You put the little, like, sauce or whatever. You spray this stuff, and it makes it sizzle, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Everyone thought it was, like, the meat was sizzling. And so now they're all like, we're being lied to. Like, they just put the sizzle sauce on, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's been going on for years because that's what I was doing when I worked there like 10 years ago. If that meat was sizzling like that, that would be dry. Well, they're just like, my life's a lie. Like, they didn't mm-hmm. know it was a sizzle sauce. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I think it's literally just there for flair. I don't think there's any, I don't think the sauce is anything, but just makes it sizzle for fun. Like, yeah. No, could you imagine if your food really came out that hot? No. Mm-hmm. Like, you couldn't eat it. Right. But everyone's upset. Mm-hmm. It's like when people find out that um, poles, people like strippers or pole dancers actually move around the pole. The pole, or I'm sorry, they like don't move around the pole. The pole moves. So the pole actually turns and then they just, you know, turn with it. But people thought that people were like moving their body around the whole pole and that's mm-hmm. not what's happening. Mm-hmm. So it's just like your life's a lie. Like when I went on the radio, you know, I thought that everything was live and I record, I pre-recorded with them. Mm-hmm. So I heard myself like an hour later and I'm like, are you, this was all not live. Mm-hmm. I thought everything was live on the radio. Mm-hmm. You know, things are not how they seem. Nope. Nope. Not at all. What drink do you have this week? So I didn't actually drink this this week, but I'm going to bring up a reference. Okay. okay. And I'm going to bring back the oldie but goodie. Four Locos. Four Locos. <laughs> All right. Yeah, because I was just thinking about the other day, and I was thinking about how Coca-Cola used to put Coke in their drinks. Yeah. And didn't Four Locos do, like, the same thing? Or they had something in their drinks, Caffeine. Right? Caffeine, yeah, and they had, like, yeah. lawsuits where they take it out. I mean, do you know how dangerous that is, though? Yeah, I'm sure. Caffeine and alcohol? I mean, how dangerous is having cocaine, you know? So. <laughs> right. somebody's idea to do it. But, um... Yeah, maybe bring bring back to my college days, you know? Mm -hmm. Cheap. Very. Gets you messed up. Yes. Fast. I remember I had, like, two parties I was going to, so I bought one for each party and uh, to drink beforehand. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, I also had other drinks, too. It wasn't just the Four loco. And I remember I, I, like, they're so nasty, right? Oh, they're horrible. Terrible. And about halfway through, I'm like, this is tasting good. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that was my first sign, you know. I ended up drinking one and a half by accident. And then I had all these shots. We didn't even make it out. Yeah. Didn't even make it out. And I also had a Four loco another time, strawberry. Oh. Yeah. The other one was great. That was mm. a little more. Strawberry was hard to tolerate. And I had half a bottle of tequila. Mm-hmm. Um, not good mix. I'm sure. Because I'm the kind of person who's like, someone's like, do you want to do a shot? I'm like, Yeah. And I'll go do it. And they're like, do you want to do a shot? I'm like, yeah. Of and course. I just keep, of course. I keep doing it, right? Yeah. And me and this other girl finished a whole bottle of tequila, like a handle mm-hmm. by ourselves. So I'm thinking I had about half and a whole four loco. Mm-hmm. I was sick the entire morning. Like the whole day. I had to call off work for a night shift. Like like nighttime. Mm-hmm. Because I was so sick. Yeah. That was me with Kraken Black Spiced Rum. I know. I only had Kraken like once in my life. It's strong. Mm-hmm. But I went through this period in my life where I loved it. Like, I preferred that over tequila. That's shocking for you. Right? And me and one of my fraternity brothers at the time, uh, we were both of age. But 
we like downed a whole bottle of Kraken black spiced rum. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like 47% or something. So needless to say, we did not remember much of the night. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I woke up on the couch upstairs. Last thing I remember, we were all in the basement downstairs. Mm-hmm. So don't yeah. even know how I made it up there. But um, yeah, good times. You know, I've never blacked out before. I mean, you don't want to. But, like, I kind of want the feeling of, like, I, let me piece my life together. What happened? You know, like a mystery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like a murder mystery without the murder, you yep. know? But, yeah, I've, I've gotten sick, but I've never blacked out. And if I did, it was, like, I, I figured it out, like, yeah. a few minutes later. Like, I might, and when I wake up, I'm like, what happened? And then I, like, figure it out pretty quick. Like, it, all my memories come back, you know? Right. But, um, no, yeah, it was just easy and cheap to get, and... You know, you only need to buy one for like $3 and you're pretty much set, you mm-hmm. know, but they were nasty. Yeah. I would have to, and I'm not, I listen, I'm a picky person. So for me, I would be like, you have to do it, Ashley. Like, just, just do it. Like, come on, keep doing it. Like, you know. Yeah. But, I feel like the, the Holy Trinity in college where everyone starts out is for loco, Mike's hard or like Arbor Mist. You know, some kind of cheap wine or something. Yeah, right? Well, and you can't forget Fireball. That's a big Oh, yeah, one. Fireball. Mm-hmm. You're right. And then obviously vodka and rum. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a vodka girly. I would only drink vodka. Vodka and straw, like and, um, orange juice, vodka mm-hmm. and soda, whatever. I became a rum girly. Love rum. It's way better than vodka. Mm-hmm. It just mixes better. I don't know. Like, I can... Rum I can, is good. Well, I can pour orange juice in a vodka and I'll still drink it, but I can, like... Still kind of figure out it's vodka, but rum, yeah, not a taste. Like yeah. it's mixed. Up. And I found the best brewing drink, and it's a jug of water. You put the um, pink lemonade, mm-hmm. crystal white pink lemonade flavoring in it, and then you um, put in Bacardi rum. No, it's not flavored. It tastes just like normal pink lemonade. You're hydrated. I feel like it doesn't, you know, the alcohol doesn't count. You got water in there, mm-hmm. you know, and barely any calories, like... It's a good summer drink, you know, yeah. picnics, whatever you like. It's in a jug, you know, you have enough for everybody. It's cheap, you know, just buy mm-hmm. a jug of water in the bottle. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. But um, I do remember going to a party with you at a fraternity party and there was jungle juice. Yes. That was good. That. And I've gone to parties and jungle yeah. juice was nasty. Oh, yeah. But for the most part, when I went with you, you had you guys had good jungle juice. Yeah, the jungle juice was on point. Isn't jungle juice like literally just every alcohol and then it's like literally everything. juice and juice? It is everything in the kitchen sink. But what like what like non-alcoholic beverages are in it? Um It's been so long since I've made it. I, I'm pretty sure it's like the Hawaiian punch. Hmm. jugs like we should you know what this summer mm-hmm. you're gonna have a party because i don't have a house mm-hmm. have a party. and uh it'd be nice if you got a pool we should get like a little pool out there been thinking about it yeah yeah, yeah. have a little pool party we can get some we can make some jungle juice mm-hmm. we can make that bacardi and rum drink get some jello shots and we'll have plenty of content for the podcast mm-hmm. but it'd be so much fun i feel like drinking in the summer is just like the best it's the only way to do it yeah, like, really drinking in the winter is like fine but like right. the summer drinking it's just like you like you're outside it's like you can breathe the air you feel a little warm mm-hmm. like it's great you know like we've definitely gotta gotta hit some bars this summer i don't feel like we drank that much together honestly the last few years 
Mm-mm. The last not time really. we drank together was either one of the hall like a Halloween, not this last Halloween, but one of the Halloweens when you had a thing here. Mm-hmm. Or when we went to Fishbowl and then had to leave immediately because my dog. Oh, we yeah. thought my dog got out and my keys were locked and we yeah. couldn't. We neither of us could enjoy our drink, so that was fun. So we definitely go back to Fishbowl though and redo that night because I love Fishbowl. I like their drinks. Yeah, I we'll enjoy Fishbowl. Or have to get like a small one. Yeah, I'll probably do a small. Yeah. I was pretty ambitious last time, and I think I got, like, the medium size. Yeah. And that thing's huge. Oh, no, I could have done it, but because I will probably get drunk a lot faster now, mm-hmm. like, I definitely probably shouldn't get the large, yeah. you know? Yeah. But uh, one time I went to Fishbowl, and I ordered, I forget what it's called, but it was, like, this this big drink, right? And then mm-hmm. I ordered a Long Island, because I love Long Islands. And I didn't realize that I ordered, like, basically a Long Island and a Fishbowl. So I had a fishbowl Long Island and a normal Long Island. And I was just like Ooh. double fisting it, trying to get yeah. it down. Like I didn't even finish it and I could finish alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have a Long Island though at Texas Roadhouse recently. Okay. I forgot I had pop in it, but I realized it's okay because the car, I can't have pop because of carbonation, mm-hmm. but it sounds like alcohol X's out the carbonation and pop. It's just a little splash anyway. Yeah. So. I was really nervous, but I'm like, it didn't hurt. If, but it, honestly, I don't know if it's because I haven't had pop in a while. Mm-hmm. did not taste super good. It doesn't. It's, well, I it's usually straight, like theirs. It's like sugar. It's just syrupy well, I usually sugar like water. it, but that was just so weird. I still liked it. Like, I still drank mm-hmm. it. I wasn't, like, not going to drink it. But it just tasted a little different. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like if I opened up a Sprite right now, I'd love it. Really? You know? Okay. I'm still craving my pop, Okay. But I just, it, I don't know if it's because they use like a different brand than I use or something normally. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a Coke girly. Um, I do all drink Pepsi, but I obviously have been drinking since November. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to make sure I don't take that carbonation in. But I have ordered a few drinks I didn't know was carbonated and it was upsetting. Mm-hmm. I ordered a drink. My favorite drink from Sonic is the uh, Cherry Limeade. Okay. Did not know that there was carbonation in that. That's why I ordered it. Yep. So I was like, oh, Cherry Limeade, it's not pop. It's pop. Mm-hmm. So that was upsetting. And I did buy their water flavoring. It does not taste the same. Yeah. Tastes good, but not the same. Yeah. Um, And like, I I got like a Minute Maid drink. It was also cherry limeade, but I, it didn't look like it had any fizz. It was, you know, Minute Maid. No, it's carbonated. So be careful out there with that carbonation. You know, mm-hmm. I know you couldn't have, this, have a surgery because you drink all the carbonated water. Oh, yeah. No, that's how I stop drinking pop was yeah. switching to carbonated water well you had talked about how the kroger and it does the kroger sparkling water that's the lemon lime tastes mm-hmm. a lot like sprite doesn't taste as good as sprite though you can never tell me otherwise but it yeah. reminds you of it if you pour it over ice it helps like if mm-hmm. you just drink it out of the bottle it kind of has like this like saltiness to it a little bit mm-hmm. but pour it over ice and it it tastes more like sprite yeah i mean i used i used to drink it i don't drink it now but mm-hmm. that that's one of the hardest parts of the surgery is not having carbonation because it's not even pop I could have pop if I let it go flat. Mm-hmm. But, like, who wants to do that? Right. At that point, it's just syrupy water. Yeah. Yeah. But, so I found out, I can't, I was all worried I could never have these drinks I like because they had pop in them. But I found out it really doesn't have that much carbonation, so I probably can still have them. So that's at least good. Makes it easier to have drinks for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Because I did not want to just take shots of things. Yeah. You know? So, this summer, we'll, we'll maybe we'll review multiple drinks instead of just one on our podcast. Oh, yeah. We'll have more options. Maybe even do like a video video podcast. We need to start going, though, to bars together Mm -hmm. and trying like different ones. Because I want to go to that place that you're talking about. I want to go by myself. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll go there any day of the week. Yeah. So bring me um, in the summer. Let's get my money extra first. And mm-hmm. then we'll go. And we'll spend like 50 yep. bucks there or something. Because their the drinks are kind of expensive, going right? And, uh, I know. They're a little expensive. we yeah. got to start doing some ads. And we can use that money for our drinks to review. Mm-hmm. Did you hit the little like do the ad button yet? No. Not yet. you got to do that. It takes yeah. a while for them to give you ads. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Yep. Next episode is just going to be straight ads. Yep. Listen, though, because we got to get those money in <laughs> so we can review. We'll do the intro, but after that, it's all Straight ads. ads. Mm-hmm. You know how mad I'd be? I know. If you did it, yeah. If you're a listener. Mm-hmm. They say to put one on like, the beginning and the end, you know? Yeah. Or beginning and middle, so people don't like not listen to the end, but just like two or one, you mm-hmm. know, just a few. Right, right. You just yeah. sprinkle them in. Yeah. The more we episodes we do, the more coverage we have, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting on AMC and some of these restaurants to call us up to do their ads, you know? Yep. It'll come eventually. That's right. Speak it into existence. Right. We just, you know, you know what? Speaking of that, there is affirmations that I do. I don't really do affirmations. I'm trying to get onto it, but it like, I have too much anxiety even by myself to do things like that. I just feel dumb, right? But my aunt put me on this. She just came to visit from Texas and she said, there's something called the lucky girl method on TikTok. I know you're not familiar with TikTok. Devin, but there's something called the lucky girl method, but it can be for boys too. They just call it mm-hmm. that. And basically you just say to yourself every day, um, it's something like I'm the luckiest girl in the world. Everything, <laughs> everything good comes my way. Right. I just said it to my friend yesterday. Let me look at the actual, I usually say that, but let me look at the actual, um, thing. It looks like it's, I am so lucky. Everything works out for me. Something along those lines, right? Something like that. Okay. It works. All right, Devin, you know how unlucky I am, mm-hmm. right? You know my past, mm-hmm. right? The girl was locked in the bathroom for three plus hours and a bathroom that doesn't lock. Just weird things happen to me. So I've been saying it and random good things happen. I got deposited like $300 I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. You know, at first that was a mistake, never took it out. And I realized that I actually just forgot about something. That doesn't happen to me. You mm-hmm. know, my apartment always has the... um parking spaces are always taken if i show up more than like nine o'clock p.m yeah if every time i've said it i've gotten the last parking spot okay just like little things like just mm-hmm. little things are sprinkling in that like work for you you know i got asked from my other podcast for a guest who has a lot of big following they asked me to come on mm-hmm. so i just it works you know yeah i feel like you have to speak into existence yeah I it mean, works they say you attract the energy that you put out that's why I'm trying so hard not to be negative, but it is rough. Yeah. I saw my friend the other day. I was like, you know, I don't want to say it because there's probably a mirror here, but you know, the urban legend with the mirror, BM, you know? No, I don't. Bloody BM? margaritas, you know? No. Bloody M. You're going to make me say it three times. Oh, I got you now. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. I thought yeah, you were yeah. just like doing that to be annoying. Okay, no, cool. Okay, so you I really didn't you. figure out. So... But even, like, if I'm just in my room and I'm just thinking about it, I'll be like, what if it's real? And, like, it doesn't matter if you speak it, but you're just, like, thinking it. What mm-hmm. if I thought it too many times in a row? You know what I mean? Like, I've thought about it in my car before. I've been like, in the room here, like, is it going to come out? You know, because yeah. I thought it and didn't say it, but I thought it, mm-hmm. you know? Think, same thing with Candyman. You know how they're like, uh-uh. In the movie, they're like, don't you, don't you say it another time. What's the name? Uh-uh. Don't be trying. <laughs> All right. You're replaced, Devin. Like, look. It'll get you first, you know? 
I didn't it, say it. Is it is it a reflection or is it a mirror? Because that window has mm. a big reflection right there. It could be a loophole. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a reflection. Yep. So you got to like, I just I feel like even if you think things, it can mm-hmm. come true. So it's not just speaking it. It's thinking it into existence, you know? Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. So do your lucky girl affirmations and maybe your luck will turn around. Yeah. I'm, I am a lucky girl. Yep. That's the name of this episode. Everything comes your way. That's right. Everything. You know, I comes told my, my way. student about this, and she said that it was a little self-centered. <laughs> I said, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Why?" She was like, "You're not gonna do it." She's like, "No, it's a little self-centered." And I said, "Well, I don't think of it that way. You know, you're not saying nobody else deserves." She's like, "But you're saying you're the luckiest girl in the world, mm-hmm. and everything goes your way." And I'm like, "Listen, I'd rather be me than them." You know, like. But I was like, "Wow, way to make me feel bad." Yeah. But it's okay because everything goes your way. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I've said it like four times right now, so I'm hoping I get extra lucky today. Maybe you'll win the lottery. Let's hope. Yeah. I, you know, maybe I'll have like an extra thousand dollars go into my account that I wasn't expecting. You know. There you go. Gave me my paychecks early or something. Like. Yeah. Something. Who knows? Yeah. Or or maybe you were a part of a lawsuit years ago that you forgot about, and you know. I didn't say it the other day, and then mm-hmm. I had an eviction notice with the door, <laughs> so I feel like, yeah. and then I said it, and they're like, oh, that was an accident, yeah, you know? my bad, yeah. So, I feel like, you know, it, it, but I feel like once you stop, bad things, like, they're just, like, waiting in the corner to mm-hmm. come out, so you have to say it every day, like, put an alarm, Yep. you know, I had a friend who always did make a wish at 11-11, same thing, alarm that, mm-hmm, 8 a.m., Say it in your in to yourself in your mirror in your car. I say it in my car on my way to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you have to believe okay. it, and that's the hard part. Sometimes I say it multiple times because I'm yeah. just like, did I believe it enough? Mm. Mm, okay. Yeah, but once it happens, so you're like, oh, like you know, you have a little bit more belief. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm telling well, you, I believe in that stuff with the universe, and it it works. Mm-hmm. But keep saying it, or bad things come okay yeah I'll say it every day yeah. don't forget if you don't say it then you become unlucky i think that's mm. how it works because my even my aunt was like i haven't been saying it for a few days and like i can tell you know so i think it's like it's lurking on the side you gotta say it every day it's an every mm-hmm. every day kind of thing you know okay i do believe the world needs balance so this is probably a loophole to have that balance so it's like waiting to yeah that's why whenever i have a lot of good things happen to me because it doesn't happen often I get, like, nervous because I know something bad's going to happen if all these good things are happening because the universe has to be balanced. So say your affirmations. Look at that. That's one of them. That's a tip for... That's a that's a bonus. We should have put that as a subscription. You know, maybe we'll do that. That's right. You can subscribe for Ashley's affirmations. Yeah. That's right. And then it'll, we're still doing those other subscriptions, be, too. Yeah. It, it'll be like a recording of you that they can play. Yeah, you know, $5, exactly. you get a daily recording of you saying... I am the luckiest girl yeah. in the world. But mine would be a, le- a little bit less classy than Devin. It'd be like, hey, motherfuckers, I am the l- luckiest girl in the world, you know? Yeah. Like. That's extra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can buy different versions. That's right. Yeah. Clean versions five. Yep. Explicit ten. ten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we still need to do our, what's our other one we talked about? Uh, oh, you had a good name for it, too. It's like Shark Tank, basically. What was it? Oh, pitch it to me. Pitch it to me. We got to yeah, start doing that. Yeah, we got to do that. Yeah, that'd be good content for our Instagram and possibly future TikTok. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. Pitch it to me. We need to start doing that. Yeah. 
I like that. Maybe next episode, you know? Maybe next episode, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that's about it for I think today. I did good. I'm, I'm proud of this episode. I did, think it's a fun one. If I was You know why we did good? Why? Because we Our are the luckiest... luckiest Girls in the Girls world. Girls in the world. Yep, people and in the world. everything goes our way. Exactly. We're going to get a thousand listeners tomorrow. That's you know, right. Exactly. A That's thousand right. subscriptions. Well, all right. Until next time, it's, it's been, been Real, real Boozy. boozy.